It's Monday, the 4th of February, 2019, and from London, I'm Alec Hogg. Here's your Biz News Flash Briefing. In today's global business headlines, further evidence of the rapidly changing political world comes from El Salvador this morning, where a former advertising executive swept to victory in the first round of the presidential election. Haib Bukele, who is 37, stood on an anti-corruption ticket, overturning three decades of two-party rule, getting in 54% of the votes, more than 20 points clear of his nearest challenger, who's the head of a right-wing coalition. Further south, after another weekend of mass protests in Venezuela, an Air Force general has become the most senior military chief yet to abandon President Nicolas Maduro and throw his support behind the 35-year-old head of the National Assembly, Juan Guaido. Last month, a clutch of countries, including the United States, officially recognized Guaido as Venezuela's new leader. The EU has given Maduro until later this week to call an election or face further action. Momentum continues to grow for ESG factors to receive more attention from public companies. The Financial Times of London reports today that Britain's auditing watchdog is poised to introduce explicit reference to environmental, social and governance criteria in company financial reports. And at a conference in London, the Archbishop of Canterbury predicted enormous changes in asset management as millennials accumulate more wealth and impose their demands that companies avoid doing harm. A report issued this morning by Share Action, a responsible investment group, says pressure is rising uh, on bond ex- investors to follow those who invest in equities and also demand higher ESG standards from companies. And in Davos last month, Investec Joint Chief Executive Hendrik de Toy called on public companies to have at least one board member directly responsible for ESG. In South African-related news, a consortium led by Israeli group Central Bottling Company has made a 4.8 billion rand offer to acquire control of the country's dominant dairy business, Clover. The offer, at 25 rand a share, was tabled this morning with CBC holding 60% of a consortium that includes black-owned Brimstone Investments with 15%. Clover management will be incentivized if the deal goes through, with a 6% shareholding. The offer price is a 77% premium to the level at which the shares traded on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange before Clover issued a cautionary on October the 18th. The consortium has received approval from shareholders owning 49% of Clover shares. It intends, however, to delist the company from the JSE, so it needs a lot more than that to get final approval. Also from South Africa, one-time JSC heavyweight Impala Platinum is clawing its way back to health with the news this morning that it has rebounded back into profit. The group, which at 1.6 million ounces a year is the world's second largest producer of platinum, told shareholders this morning that it will deliver headline earnings of at least 2 billion rand for the six months to end December. And that compares with a loss of 150 million rand in the comparative period during 2017. The turnaround is a direct consequence 
of a 10% production increase and an improved RAND price for its basket of Platinum Group metals. This has been your Biz News Flash Briefing. I'm Alec Hogg. Until the next time, cheerio.